Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, a.k.a. Adrian. And today, I have a very special guest, and his name is Wade Jones. He's number 29 of the Typical New Violent Vikings, and he's giving me an upcoming junior. Wade, how are you doing? I'm doing great today. Thank you, Cheese, for having me. Thank you. So, Wade's a very talented athlete. He's one of Valley's best football players that we've ever seen in decades. And before, you know, we talk about a little bit about football, Wade, how's your summer been going, man? Uh, so far it's been going great. Definitely been fast. Uh, I've been working a little bit, trying to make some money, and then we've been having some summer stuff for football. So overall, it's been good. So where are you working at this summer? Uh, just doing some landscaping for a couple ladies. Just doing that stuff. Not really side jobs, I guess you could say. Yeah. Side jobs. Is it so like a grind, Ryan? Because you're still, hey, you're working, right? Yeah. And number two, you've been doing like what, valley workouts? Yeah. Sometimes they're in the morning and then we have practices at night on some days. So is this considered camp or what? Uh, we had camp two weeks ago, like actual camp. Mm-hmm. But right now it's just summer workouts and summer practices. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how's that going with the workouts, the camp? How's that going well for you? Uh, summer camp was a good week. Um, we definitely struggled a little bit trying to find some what people could do at certain positions, trying to get things going for the season, trying to get the kinks out before the season actually starts. But summer workouts have been going good. Last couple weeks, numbers have been down, which isn't the best. But that's probably because people have been working in the mornings and can't make it. But other than that, it's going pretty good. Okay, so first of all, yeah, I I bet it was like that just because like you guys lost a, a, a significant amount of like athletes that graduate from last year, you know. So I want to touch a little bit about, a little bit on that later. So, anyways, when do practices start? We just had our last summer practice on Monday, and then actual practices for the season start the first week of August on that next Monday. And you pumped or what? Yeah, I'm excited to get back into things, get get it rolling. Let's go. So before we talk about uh, football, I want to touch on, first of all, happy, happy late birthday to you, man. Um, you. As of this recording, yesterday was your birthday. So, you know, happy late birthday, 17 years old. Did you do anything special on your birthday or do you have any special plans later on this weekend? Um, we did have a pool party yesterday and a cookout yesterday night. We invited some friends over and played some pool volleyball and some cornhole and spike ball and all that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Just enjoying the segment last time before you get into the real world. Just, you know, enjoying some good times before the grind stops yep. all the way until what? October? Maybe early October, late September. Uh, late yeah, late October, early November. Yeah, man. Well, Wade, I'm glad you had a good birthday. You know, once again, happy late birthday to you. And then I also want to take a sh- have a shout out to Allie Benton, your cousin, for like hooking us up. I love you know the Benton family. They're good people, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get a lot of good memories with them. And honestly, I I didn't hear about. You. I'm just it's just crazy because I went to school with your brother. Your older brother, Chase Jones, that was two classes ahead of me, and he's engaged to Sarah Jones, yeah. Sarah Rudd at the time, because she was in my class. It's just that uh, the crazy thing was that I didn't know who you were until you started playing football, until <laughs> you, you know, your talented skills just showed me out. At, after like, what, eight or not, 10 years after knowing the Benz, I just found, you know, two years ago, shame on me, you know? <laughs> so anyways, guys, I'm going to read you Wade's resume that he's made so far at Death Valley Football. So um, he tied so far. He's he tied second place in the nation with eleven interceptions, and he and then with that he obviously led the state in interceptions, and he holds a school record in most interceptions in a single season. 
also holds the most interceptions in a single game. He's tied for first in career interceptions in Valley history. So he's all, not only that, he's also he was also the team tackler, team leader in tackle points in 2021 of last year. And last year he also made first team all TRC for defensive back for all, all TRC, which is our conference. And he made also first team all state, man. Oh my gosh, man. And he's, keep in mind, guys, he's made these accomplishments by his sophomore year. And yes, I said that, sophomore year. So Wade, man, how do you feel about breaking all these records so far? You're only a junior. I mean, I've had some goals in my life, especially when I set I set some at the beginning of the year, and interceptions was one of those. And I didn't really expect to have gotten so many, and especially to break these records this year already. So I'm excited to see what I can do in the next two years. Nice, nice. So like so yeah, I was gonna so that's what I was gonna ask. Did you honestly expect to break all these records, or were they just part of your goals prior to the season? Uh, they were just part of my goals. I re- I honestly did not expect to break these. They just they just happened, you know. They just happened. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's like I went to several games. I mean, you you know, I felt like sometimes you were a wideout for the other team, you know. <laughs> and then speaking of you know you being over the field, being a safety. I noticed when I was watching you, especially last season, that you were wearing a black helmet compared to the other guys that's were, that was wearing their typical Valley yellow helmet. So tell me the story behind that. Why did you wear black helmet for the majority of the season? Um, well, my freshman year, the end of it, I had a concussion at the Southwood game. And I was going to therapy up in Fort Wayne. And I was really deciding on whether or not I wanted to play football again to continue playing and taking that risk of continue playing. Um, so in the end, I did end up deciding wanting to play, and I did talk with the coaches, and they agreed that they would get me a special helmet with more protection that would um, help me help protect me, but also I could still continue playing. So they special ordered that helmet and got it for me, and that was that was a practice helmet and like a showcase helmet. So I had that for most of the season, and they had ordered me one just like that in gold. I didn't get that until the first sectional game against Garrett. So going into the sectionals against Garrett, that first game, I had the helmet, the yellow helmet for the first time, and I was deciding on whether or not I wanted to wear it because uh, wearing the black helmet up until then, we were 10-0, and or actually... Yeah, nine and zero. Nine and zero. Yep, nine and zero. And some of the seniors were kind of saying that they wanted me to wear the black helmet because it was a, like a sign of good luck. Yeah, you didn't want to jinx it, right? Um, but in the end, I did go with the yellow helmet. Yellow helmet that first sectional game and ended up playing the best game of my life. Yeah, and then that was the game that you broke for the single intercept, the school record for most interceptions in a single game, right? Yep, correct. Yeah, I was going to say, like, before, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm glad that you took the risk because look what happened. You guys had a good season. You had an awesome season. And then I bet you had a whole, like, a whole bunch of fun with, you know, with you guys beating up like, opponents by, like, what, a margin, a margin of 40 points, right? Yep. Only allowing, like, around, like, six or seven points per game. How much fun were, were you having? Like, please explain that. Uh, it's definitely a lot of fun, especially when you're with that group of athletes that, especially with that group of seniors that were there last year. That's definitely been 
the most talented class that I have seen so far that have gone through Valley. So they definitely make football fun and just being a part of that family, that special bond that you have with the players, it's really something special. So yeah, good, good to know, good to know, Wade. On uh, yeah, and then they looked like they were a bunch of fun of seniors, class of seniors, because like that senior class overall, I just heard nothing but you know good things about them. So I want to head back to that concussion. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, how severe was your concussion when they were telling you like you know you should decide if you want to play or not? Like, how severe was it? Because I did, I, I didn't know how severe it was during, back during that time. Um, well, when I got my concussion and. Uh, started going up to physical therapy and I got to talking with my doctor up there and between him the doctor and my mom um, they both I guess recommended that I don't go back to playing football because there were definitely risks if I were to get injured again mm-hmm. uh, so that really had me on the edge and I could always, if I didn't play, I could always be like, help be like an assistant or at least show up to practices. But the injury, uh, my concussion had me out for about six months. So I got, it was about mid October when I got injured and then I finally got cleared about Feb, January, February is when I got cleared. Were you doing like physical therapy stuff or were you just resting just because that severe of a head, head injury? I did. It was about once a week. I went up to Fort Wayne up there and I was working with a doctor and physical therapist and um, we were doing some workouts just like hand-eye coordination, just doing stuff with my head, see how quick I could react. And he was working on my trap, massaging it out because it was tense and he thought that was probably one of the reasons why I had such a bad headache. So I went up there about once a week, and he had me do some stuff at home so I could recover quicker. Mm-hmm. And then once I got cleared, I was working with Jen Backus, the athletic trainer. Shout out to her. She's awesome. Yep. So I worked with her. We had good times. Uh, I told her I missed them, and she said not to jinx it so we wouldn't get back to that situation. Right. So we had some good times working with her, getting me back into the groove, get me cleared to actually go back into playing football and other sports. Did you decide to take that? Did you decide what made you decide to go back? Did like, did your parents say no? Like, wait, don't do this, or were you were they supported basically? Um, in the end, once they got with the coaches and they had said that once the coaches put these guidelines in place, what they would do have me a special helmet and not really get in the tacklings, uh, defensive side, like tackling, uh, like I did, then my parents were more open, but they were definitely, I think they were definitely more on the edge of me not playing, but in the end, they were definitely supportive of me and I'm glad they let me play. Yeah. Cause look what happened. All paid off. Yep. Well, Wade, like so far of that side of that story or that scenario, I like that. It's so inspiring because it shows kids or other athletes that's been in your situation that got to take risks sometimes, you know, a gamble is a gamble. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really happy that that worked out. And then sorry that I had to ask about that, but that I found out I find that so interesting. So anyways, back when like we we're, you know, one conference. Yeah, you guys one conference, one year out, out of conference of games, the undefeated season. How was it that to the fact that you couldn't play Rochester because due to COVID? Like, how did that make you feel? Uh, Especially when playing with those group of guys with that senior class. Yeah, it def that 
Bell game would have definitely been a good game to go to. And we were at practice one day. We got called into the locker room. Coach sat us down and told us that Rochester had, I guess, had COVID and that they weren't going to play us because of that reason. So it was definitely... But do you guys knew that uh, like a couple days of that week or like the week before? It was just a couple of days before the game. Wow. And then yeah, because that North Judson game was like last minute, basically. Right. Yep. Wow. It was last minute. I believe North Judson actually had their game canceled against, against them. Against Winnemac, I believe. I think so. Because I was there at the game. All right. Yeah, I think so. So then, that's how me, us, and uh, North Judson met. Both two canceled games. We just met together and played. Mm-hmm. But like. Uh, do you really think personally that you could have beat Rochester? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, Definitely. I think I could have uh, thought so too, but you know, I just, oh, yeah, we all were mad, you know, because they already had those shirts, the uh, Valley shirts, uh, Bell shirts made up, and it's like, dang. But hey, redemption year, right? This upcoming year? Definitely redemption year. So. Oh, yeah. So what impact, so if, like talking about last season, what impact did like the last year's senior class uh, have on you guys and on you personally? Um, Last year's senior class, they definitely had a lot of good leadership and good leaders so i think that's one of the big reasons or one of the big things that they transferred or that we took away from them so i think us juniors and us seniors or the seniors above us i think that's one thing that they really need to take in and really step up this year which honestly really haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. but um I did take it on my own to where I met with the juniors and seniors and a couple of weeks ago and we were going to just reflect on the week and I just talked to him, reflected on the week and we were going to start doing it once a week. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we're going to start getting into. But uh, I have lately, I have seen it a little bit. So that's good on their part and just hard work. The senior group, Definitely, they were hard workers, and, I mean, it definitely showed last season Mm -hmm, where where it can get you with hard work. So, I think that's something that we took away. Mm -hmm. So, Wade, props to you for taking the initiative to, like, you know, get, you know, the juniors and seniors together, like, once a week and do that because, you know, who else would do it, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying that you guys are, like— those seniors for granted but you know someone has to lead the team because if so if all goes down you guys need uh words to spark the younger uh, guys uh attitude up right especially when uh things are not going well so yeah uh really props to you on doing that so i want to ask before we talk about the upcoming season more about the upcoming season is that what made you get into football you know and when did you start playing football um so I started in third grade. Nice. I had some friends. They played uh, second in second grade, and they really enjoyed it. And I've always been into sports and anything. So I was like, I might as well give football a try. So I went out my third grade year for the first time. I was running back. And then I kind of just fell in love with it ever since. And then uh, just hopping around on the offense. I've pretty much played everything except for fullback and offensive line so i've been around quite a bit everywhere on the offensive side so do you like that like having that like that flexibility uh just doing what position that you had to do you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i'm i'm open to doing anything when it comes to that i just want to be a valuable um piece on 
either side of the ball. So wherever that is, I'll be willing to take that responsibility in that role. So heck yeah. yeah, I like that attitude. So do you have any like did you have any like role models growing up or do you have like a you know a specific player whether they're in college, the NFL that you take after their football style of play? I would say I've always liked um Jamal Adams. He is a safety for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh he's more of a run guy, which that's not me. So I've always liked him. He is a stud. He is. <laughs> but on a crappy team. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. So I've always liked him. Maybe he's not the best guy I should be looking at with the way he plays and I play. We're completely two different people. Uh, so, I mean, I'll be able to find someone new or at least look up to someone better. But overall, you like seeing him as a player, right? Though. As a player, yeah. as a player, I do like him. Yes, mm-hmm. he is my favorite player. So yeah, he's pretty good. You know, he's pretty aggressive. You know, out there on the field. And that's yeah, that's one of the things I like about him is he's aggressive. So hopefully, and, I can learn from and you're, that. You're pretty aggressive too out there. Yeah. So. See, told you you guys had a thing in common. So I know we talked about this a little bit, but so on this upcoming season, right? Your junior year, I assume that they're gonna have you at safety, right? On the defense side of the ball. But what about the offense side of the ball with all, like I said, with all these, you know, graduating players uh, leaving, you know, there's a lot of gaps to fill in on offense. Mm-hmm. So last year I was a wide receiver and that was for safety reasons, just to keep me out wide, mm-hmm. keep me out of contact. But this year. And I thought you did pretty good in the wideout last year alone too. Thank you. Uh, so this year they have moved me to a, a wing position. That's mm-hmm. what um, Jamison Virgil played last year. And I really honestly like it because that's where I believe I will be most valuable at. So I am excited to play that, get more involved in the offense a little bit more and take that role. So I'm excited about this year. Just because you can, you're able to run the ball more just besides uh, running routes, right? Yep, that is correct. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited to like, you know, see, like, you know, watch you play, you know, like, you know, go to several games. So anyways, so what, what are your personal goals for this upcoming season? Um, like as individually, individually, because I know Coach Mo obviously wants to retain the bell. He wants to you know have a repeat, uh, go back to back on the TRC championship, uh, yeah, TRC championship, and you know, and hopefully make a good run in the sectionals. Yep. Uh, personally, goals already set. I would tr- like to uh, have more interceptions than I did last year. So, uh, my goal for last year was seven, and I end up with eleven. So. Hopefully, I can continue that trend like I did last year. And so, I am going to try to go for 15 this year. Mm -hmm. I have already talked to the secondary coach, and we have both set that goal. Who's the secondary coach this year? Uh, Brandon Webster. Okay, nice, nice. Good promotion, Webby, if you're listening. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we came to agree on that. And so, that's one of the goals I will be going after this year. Try to break that record again. And then, so you're basically selling, you're not selling for less, you know, you want, you want to push yourself harder and harder. So like, is it, has that always been your demeanor or did you got that just from last year? Uh, it's, I, I got it from last year. I Mm -hmm. want to try to at least do better than, cause there was, why not? Right. Yeah. And there were things last year where I definitely could improve on and do better. So I want to fix those things up and see if they work and if I can actually go after what I did last year and try to beat it. And then, so that's defensively. And I would like to get more in on the tackles. I would like to. Well, um, you were the team leader in tackle points. I was, but I would <laughs> like to get in a little bit more. Um, 
Like, did it not seem like it? It, or what? it really didn't. I honestly didn't. Wow. So I would like to get in more on defense this year, be a leader on that defense. Mm-hmm. And then offensively, being switched to a, more of a wing position this year, um, have a have a combined of about 2,000 total yards, whether that's rushing or receiving. Have a combined total of that. So I have some goals set in mind already. So yeah. we'll just see how the season goes. Yeah, I like you know how you're already having goals like you did last season, and you want to exceed. You just want to keep getting better and better, which I really like, Wade. So with that being said, do you do you individually have any pressure with this upcoming season? Just like with you trying to exceed your, your expectations and just trying to like you know fulfill what everyone thinks, or how do you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, there is a little bit of pressure, I guess especially how the team was last year, very talented. And I would like to personally um, – what's the word am I trying to say? Sorry about that. No, take your time. Uh, I would like to at least maintain and fill that role. But I think more there's more pressure on me. I mean, I really haven't showed it much at practice because it's just summer. I'm still enjoying right, summer. yeah. So I would say there's more pressure on me on stepping up more as a leader, which – I haven't done. I mean, I just started this year. Right, like right. I, I've really seen it more this summer, um, especially like when I get with the seniors and juniors. But, but you're only a junior, a junior, and I feel like other kids are feeling the same way, but they just haven't showed it. Like, yeah. Right, and this team right now, they like you said earlier, we kind of used that senior class last year as our role models and the leaders. So the team this year, we haven't really been leaders before like they were last year or haven't accepted that role so i think not only me but other people have right. kind of have that pressure of being a leader and showing it so yeah yeah um like it's like yeah i feel like you guys are gonna do fine just you guys have to take the initiative like you said get together keep you know pushing each other's and eventually you know time that chemistry we the chemistry of being leaders will come. You know what I'm saying? I truly believe in you guys. Yeah. And I feel like Coach Mill and the coaching staff will believe in you guys as well. And the other, and then the fans, of course, in the Valley community. So we have faith in you guys. Thank you. And speaking about Coach Moe, right? Because I've known him and his family for like eight, seven years now. We're really good people. Shout out to them. But anyways, what's the most valuable thing that Coach Moriarty has taught you so far in your Valley career? Oh, tricky question. Um... I guess it could be a little big, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, so far, so far. Okay, so far, I guess be uh, an example, be a leader, be someone that the little kids can look up to uh, because the little kids camp was last week and we had a practice on Thursday and we were right beside the little kids. So we always want to try to look good in front of them, be a, someone – because they, they look up to us, and we don't want to do bad on our part. Right. So uh, last week, little kids camp, they were going, having fun, and we were practicing beside them. And one rule that Coach Mo has is uh, not to walk on the field. And we end, we took a water break, got done with our water, walked back to our huddle with all the coaches. Um, but we did end up walking. Mm-hmm. So that did reflect on us and the kids saw that and we did get punished with it so that's one thing i've learned is listen to coach mo and don't walk on the field yep yeah that's coach mo for you 
So anyways, I actually want to, speaking about the kids, right? Like, so what advice do you have for the kids in elementary and middle school that want to be a good football player like yourself once they reach high school? What advice would you give them? Uh, Definitely just give everything you have and start young. Because I, I started young and, I mean, it's gotten me to where I am. And I'm still learning things that I mm-hmm. haven't known. And so I would say, yeah, just work hard and always listen to your coaches and with your success then you can then pass it down and be a role model for others nice nice i like it wade so wait i want to talk about a little bit of your track season last year so moving away for, for football for a little bit so guys wade here broke several records as well in track so some of his records he broke was uh he broke a school record of two of the 200 meter dash and he broke the 200 meter dash in a matter of 22.75 seconds. And then the previous record of that was 23 seconds, which was set in 1986. And also him and his four by one team, which included Wade Jones, Rex Kirkenstein, Dean, Dawson Perkins, and Caleb Pedgen, they took first place in sectionals and broke their own school record with a 43.5. Impressive, Wade. So tell me, like, you know, how was breaking some records in track? How was it the fact that you broke records in track as well, not just only in football? Uh, you know, that 200, it definitely surprised me. I We were up at Manchester. It wasn't a very good night. That night, it was rainy and cold. So I was, I mean, I wasn't expecting to run that time. And I had a, uh, his name is Ethan Cummins from Manchester. He was on my inside lane um, on the curve. And he is very quick. Very quick. He's short, but he definitely gets out, and he's very quick. And so about very short into the race, about 30 meters in on the curve, he's already passed me. And, I mean, being on the outside of him, I know I have more ground to catch up. So I then just go after it, and then I give it everything I have that last 100, passing him. It was a very good race. And then to go across the finish line, come back and check my time, and to see that it was 225 Definitely very shocking because mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a 22.75. You were just in the zone. Right. I didn't, it didn't feel like a 22.75 race. So it was definitely shocking to see that. And then to go how far I did. And then at regional, regionals, I ended up running a uh, 22.52, which then broke what I set at Manchester. So I was definitely surprised also to get into the 22s this year. My training this uh, winter between football and track, I took that more, definitely trained harder. So I would say between training, like lifting, and then working out with Rex and having Casey help me, that definitely made me to where I was. And I'm very grateful for that. As an all-around athlete or or just for track specifically you're talking about uh track specifically mm-hmm. but all around i'm grateful for uh how i've competed and how others have pushed me and coached me up to where i am and like i said many times it's all paid off you know we all seen it you know yeah and then with the four by one it didn't start out how we wanted it to you know jameson virgil and Braden shepherd they we were going to have that four by one team they were going to be on the four by one team and first uh, we were outside of practice, and those two were trying long jump. First jumps, I believe, that they both took, both had hamstring injuries. Uh. So then that really, and then they were out. In the end, they both ended up not competing this year in track. And so uh, Caleb Pedgen and Dawson Perkins, 
then stepped up. Well, Caleb did. Dawson was a tricky one to get because he just wanted to focus on high jump. Right. Which, which he ended up going to state for. Right. And then Rex talked Dawson up into it. And thank, thankfully, he uh, Dawson ended up joining because uh, we wanted to be good this year in the 4 by one go to state, make it as far as we possibly could. And then with those injuries in the early beginning of the year, that kind of set us down low I guess and then we were thinking about not even having a four by one team which was kind of sad to where we were last year so I I was very glad that Dawson took once again a risk right right took that a risk sacrifice. and yeah. stepped up and all together we ended up running very good and ended up breaking the school record so that was, he, was, was he shocked as well yeah we were we were all shocked yeah. I mean we knew we were going to be good because I mean they're we're all pretty talented and pretty quick so it's just those little things like the start and you can take so much time off from your time just from the start and those clean having clean handoffs so in the end we all did good and got that record so that was very exciting yeah congrats Wade man so did you so have you always liked track or did you start in middle school like yeah can you tell me about that how'd you got into track I started in seventh grade Rex was actually uh my role model for track so I tried out track in seventh grade. I mean, I've always been in good shape and I've liked sprinting. So I decided that I would give it a try. So I started in seventh grade. Wasn't very quick back then, but I ran the 100, 200, four by one, four by four, very similar to today. So yeah, started in seventh grade. I liked it and then went into eighth grade, did the same exact events, just got into it. And then you don't really, it gets more serious when you get into high school and mm-hmm. do track. I mean, you have a coach there. I mean, I'm not saying the middle school coaches didn't really coach you up. It's just, no, it's just the, the competitive increases once you get to high school. Right. And, I mean, we had there, Casey there to help us, and it just got more competitive. It's Casey who? Casey Wise. Okay, yep. yep. Okay. He was I our, figured, but I wasn't so sure, and I wasn't sure the audience didn't know or not. But, yeah, thank you. Yep. Uh, he was the uh, sprint coach. So definitely having, you know, Rex, Jameson, Braden, Caleb, and Dawson above me to help push me, I was excited about that. And that goes all back with that senior class having an impact on you. Right. And then, yeah, I just had a great year and excited about it. Kind of excited about this year, but we'll get there when we get there. So what's your goal for next season then for track? Definitely make it back to state. Personally, this year at state, I didn't – I was there – yeah, so uh, sorry to interrupt. So your mom told me about your call back to state, like, and I didn't know what she was talking about. So, but she she probably wants me to ask you. So yeah, tell me more about that about that story. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, to your call back to state. Yeah. So I had placed fifth at the regionals. Okay. And I was I actually rode home with my girlfriend and her friend, and it was a late night. I was tired. I fell asleep in the back of her car, and. I was actually sleeping, and then Jenny Moriarty and Casey Wise. Uh, which they, is, guys, Jenny Moriarty is the head track coach, yep. which is uh, Coach Mo's wife. Uh, so they ended up calling, and I got woken up. So uh, I talked to them, and uh, they asked me um, if I had talked to the ref, which I thought was odd that they asked, so I was like, um no (laughs) well and they're like well it i think they said it must have worked because uh then they surprised me and said they i got a call back to state so i didn't know if they were being they were joking around so i I really didn't know because you're out of the zone because you're like half asleep yeah and i couldn't really take it in serious i was like really and they're like 
Yeah. So once I got off the phone with them, then I was really pumped and excited. So so I placed fifth, and the I believe it was the third and fourth place finishers had dropped out because they wanted to focus on more events because they didn't want to do. Wow. I don't think they wanted to do multiple events going into state. They just wanted to focus. Yeah, focus one, so that way they're more focused on that certain event. Right. So uh, I'd placed fifth. Both of them had dropped out, and they took the top three. So they took first, second, and then in the end, fifth, So which was me. So I was really out of it in the beginning when they called. But yeah. once I finally got energized and woken up, then I was really excited. And then I just... What do you guys do? Make a new turn back? No, we, <laughs> we kept going home and kind of just celebrated at home. Mm-hmm. Just and took it all in. Yeah, that's awesome. And then went to state. Uh, How was that experience like, you know, just being at state, you know? It was very exciting. There were a lot of people there. A lot of. Because it's IU, Indiana University, right? Yeah. Their track field? Yep. And man, there were just so many people there. I had never raced in front of so many people. So that was a little nervous. I was a little nervous doing that racing in front of. Now you know for next year, right? Right. So I have it all in now. Let's go, man. Went there, had a good experience. Now I didn't run as good as what I wanted to, but at least. I had a good time, and I'm staying consistent with my time. So at least I didn't drop. Mm-hmm. So I was happy about that, had a good time, and I just want to go hard, harder next year and really make a bigger run next year. For So that's one of my goals is to hopefully uh, place higher than I did last year. So I think that's definitely possible. Just like keep pushing yourself, you know, to get better and better. Right, and most of the runners I was looking at this year were seniors and juniors. So some of them I'll be seeing again next year, hopefully. And, I mean, a lot of the top runners, I believe, were seniors this year. So that will bump me up a little bit. Bump but your motivation up, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you never know. There are definitely other kids that are faster than me out there. Yeah. And so we'll have to see what when we get there. You know, you just got to take one step at a time and just focus on yourself, right? Yep. So, Wade, do you, do you, what do you, what sport do you like better, football or track? Uh, let's see. You can be honest, you know? Yeah, well, I was asked this question uh, by Val. Uh, I, I know who you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know his last name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, he uh, actually interviewed me before I went to state for track. And he asked me, he was like, wait, so what's your favorite sport? And it took me a lot of thought because the coaches, Jenny was in the background, and I really was thinking about it. Um, I did end up saying football. And then she said, Wade, practice is not over for you because I said football. And... <laughs> I think she's a little bit disappointed in that because I said football. But it's like an easy picture, knowing her. Yeah. Uh, well, when I compared my – I had great season last year, my sophomore year, but football for me was a lot more fun because I was with a lot more guys. I mean, we had a good year, and I had more – I had better stats, I guess you could say, with football. So I definitely was going towards that. But if I'm going to be honest, it switched. Track is actually okay. my favorite sport because, you know, I mean, I'm a team player, but track with me, or I guess with everyone, it's more of an individual sport. It's all on you. Um, Coming here to football, it's a team, you know what I'm saying? Right. So one, mess, one person messes up, you can't really say, hey, it was that one person. You have to say, we. Right. And sometimes when I get frustrated, I like to take, I like to step up and like with football, I want to like get the ball and I don't mean like to be cocky, but like You're fine. You're tell fine. someone to like get me the ball, like have me do it all. 
but with and I don't want to be like that. So you, in the end, if I'm gonna mess up, I want myself to mess up so I can work on that. And so you like track because you take a full accountability. You can't blame anyone else but yourself. Right. Yep. That's it. And I just I like sprinting. I'm not a, I'm not a distance player runner. So you're but, a sprinter. So yep, nice. I am a sprinter. Nice to know. So how does track transfer your game on the football field? If you had to say. Uh, definitely, uh, track this year has definitely made me faster. I think, I mean, I didn't know how to be, um, especially wearing pads, having a little bit of weight on you. So definitely with speed, I would say I have really seen it, especially when I get like on the outside runs or if I'm running a route, I've definitely seen that change from last year. So one thing that's helped me with is my overall speed and, um, reactions because, you know, with track, you have that those commands and then that gun to react off so definitely reaction and speed so well wait i'm glad that you know track you know you had an amazing track season as well you know once again congrats on you making the state last year and then your multiple school records you broke thank you so wait going back talking back to football once again so so what's your uh, go-to pregame meal before every game Ooh, you know freshman year it was subway me, Wade Melanson, and Rex. Big Wade. Yep. Shout out, my boy. We carpooled, and we would usually go to Subway. And then, you know, last year, I didn't really. I mean, I ate Subway a couple times, but in the end, Mom packed me some lunch so I could we could save some money. And mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. And so, in the end, we went to uh, peanut butter sandwiches and just ham sandwiches, chicken breast sandwiches. So anything with meat or protein, as long as I had some protein and uh, granola bars and carrots. So you're not really a picky eater? I mean, I'm not a picky yeah, eater. Yeah, I no. like, I mean, those are good options, you know what I'm saying? Better than what, McDonald's? Right. So, yeah. So it was, my meal always involved a sandwich, a granola bar, and some type of fruit or vegetable. Take notes, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then do you have a, a pregame routine that you do for every game since every player has, like, you know, their pre- pregame routine? Like, do you sit in the locker room and just bump up, like, certain music? Or do you just take a walk around the school? Like, I don't know, to, like, you know, get your mind focused for the game? Um, I mean, personally, I try I think about the game, like, think about it before it even begins. So, like, I'll see stuff in my mind ahead and see, like, if they do this, I have to do this. So, I'll just think about it ahead and see what I want to do and how it's going to play out right. and see if it plays out. And I kind of just stay off in the distance from other people um, so I can actually get focused and on the game and not be screwing around. So that's probably one thing that I do. So, like, yeah, you just, yeah, just stay, like, zoned in, basically, you know, no yep. distractions, basically. Right. You're not, like, you know, getting on your phone on TikTok, you know? Mm-mm. <laughs> Good for you, Wade. Well, so with your amazing success that you had so far in your athletic career at Valley, so have you had any like college coaches, uh, you know, reach out to you? I mean, being a sophomore, you can't really. I mean, coaches can't really look at you. I mean, they can look at you, but they can't contact you as being a sophomore. But is that a rule or just it's just I, that it's a rule? Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah crap. So, <laughs> um, let's see. Last year after football, we had a coach come down from Ball State and Indiana State and basically just just see who we were in person so they could see who we were and give us some information on camps if we wanted to attend and just get to know us a little bit more but that's all I know personally I mean are they allowed to like reach out to you 
junior year or is it like not till the start of your senior year? Since uh, I don't really know about the recording, recruiting stuff like that. I mean, I think it starts junior year. Mm-hmm. I believe is that when that starts. So I guess after during this football season or after, then they'll start looking at me. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, thank you for clarifying that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so okay, here's okay, good question. So if say later in the future, right? It's mm-hmm. like a what if say later in the future after you know you're like it's your senior year or junior year later into your junior year. Uh, you get a scholarship offer, right? Would you, and if, and it's a full ride for both for both track and football. What would you pick? Uh, Since you did say track is your favorite sport as of now, right? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I'm gonna go with track just because for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. With my, I've already had two concussions, and with going to the college, I mean, it gets bigger. Everyone gets bigger, more aggressive, more aggressive, faster. Right, and. Just for safety reasons, I would like to go for track because I really got into that more this year. So I would, I would choose track. I understand that completely. And yeah. Nothing wrong with that, you know. But right, you're a great, you're, you're a good, great athlete, man. But right now, I mean, I'm going back and forth whether I go for football if I want to go for, to school for football or track. I mean, I've been on both sides. Right now, I'm more towards the track side, but I mean, I'm open for anything that comes my way. Yeah, you don't, you're not 100% like focused on one certain sport, you know, you just never know, right? Right. So, yeah. I like that, you know, I like that, you know, you're keeping your options open. Right. Good, good. So, you know, right now, it's the cheesy question of the day. So, guys, okay, so I'm assuming there's more listeners tune in to this episode. So, for those of you guys that don't know what cheesy question of the day is, it's basically, you know, my last off-the-wall question I I like to ask the guests before I wrap up the pod. So, wait, today, today's cheesy question of the day is that what's what's worse, a packed gas station, a packed gym, or a packed movie theater between the three? Uh, I would say a, when you say gym, are you talking about like a, like a gymnasium or... Like a work, like a, like gym, oh. like workout. Okay, know? okay. Definitely a, a gym because, I mean... We see it at football a couple of times when there are so many people, and it, like at Viking Strong too, when there are so many people in the weight room, you can't really get anything done. Right. And especially if you're taking it really serious and you want to get stuff done, and some people are just screwing around, you can't really get anything done. Pet peeve of yours, right? Yeah, a little bit. So I would say, a, yeah, pack gym. What about you? Oh, thank you, Wade, for asking. So... I think a packed movie theater is the worst because, like, I don't know if you know me. I mean, wait, I'm a big movie guy, mm-hmm. and you know when you know when I'm dialed in in a movie, you know, I expect quietness. You know, obviously, when a packed movie theater, that's not the case. You know, there's gonna be you know kids talking or even adults talking. You know, or people on their phone. I just mm-hmm. don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is when I'm watching a movie, I just expect quietness. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, so that was guys, that was the cheesy question today. So wait, I really want to thank you for like joining like, you know, the podcast, you know? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Cheese. Yeah. And then nothing but the best of luck for you, you know. Really hope you achieve your goals and just hopefully you have a good time out there on the football field and on the track field. Thank you. We'll see how it goes this year. Mm-hmm. So once again, guys, uh Wade Jones here, number twenty nine, upcoming junior, give me a stud. In football this upcoming season. Let's go. Go Vikings. So you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and and, and the Talks with Cheese Facebook page. Peace. Peace.